okay? We don't have racism anymore, but back then, a lot of racism. Shit. No bullshit. 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 Fucking Your standard of living will never decline, and everything is gonna be just fine. If you're 13 and you're willing, mentally retarded. <laughs> <laughs> oh my God. Oh my beer. Welcome back to uh, the Bullshit Filter episode 69, your favorite number, yes. Ray. When was the last time? You found yourself in a 69, Ray. Um, alone or with... Um... <laughs> <laughs> Actually, the, 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 the date is the same for both, so don't worry about it. Um, in the shower yesterday, but let's not go into detail. You know, every time you play that clip of George Carlin, I get depressed because that was saying sentiments that I was raised on, that we were all raised on, I guess. That's why I said it. Utterly. <clears throat> yes. Yeah. Utterly depressing. Anyway. In our last episode, uh, 68, uh, we, we talked about some of the background to 5G conspiracy theories. And what we got up to at the end was uh, uh, I wanted to start talking about the connection between 5G and coronavirus, which is just the latest version, the latest iteration of yes. 5G conspiracy theories. And as I said at the end of the last episode, the earliest mention of the connection I could find was in a small Belgian newspaper, January 22nd, 2020. Dr. Chris mm -hmm. Van Kerkhoven, Mormon doctor. So you know he's credible scientifically. <clears throat> like when I go to a doctor, I say, look, are there any oh, doctors who right. believe uh, I I that when I die... Um, if I've been a good Mormon, I can be the god of my own planet because they're the, that's the kind of deep yeah. scientific understanding I require in, in my doctors, my medical professionals. I wonder if that doctor's career has suffered since that article has come out and then since been rescinded. I wonder if his practice is no, doing okay. He's got all the, all the conspiracy theorists in Belgium. Uh, who are going, flocking to him because yeah he's he's, yeah. The, he's the guy who's prepared to speak the truth fearlessly. <laughs> gotcha. Anyway, his article was deleted from the newspaper, as I said, but or the interview with him was deleted. But uh, he he uh, I'm more worried about the journalist who wrote it. What happened to their career? Yeah, fired. But uh, you know the 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 story was out there. Now there are several strains of the five G coronavirus theory. Well, you know, ranging from claims that five G alters our immune systems mm -hmm. to the idea that it changes your DNA and makes oh. you more susceptible to infection. That's pretty specific. Then my favourite is the idea right. that secret messages about 5G and coronavirus were hidden in the design of the new 20-pound note in the United Kingdom. Uh mm. 
Now, the problem with that is if you go looking, the fucking the problem with researching stories like this is <laughs> all of these, all of well, all of these uh, stories get taken down so quickly by Facebook and websites oh, these days right. that you can't research them because people keep uh, taking them down. And, uh, you know, you go, well, fuck, yeah. how, how do I research a show like this when you keep right. taking this shit down? Still, that should give us hope that stories like that are being taken down by somebody, whether it's the people that control it or whatever. But um, isn't that a good thing? Well, no, because they're just trying to hide the truth from us. Uh, I did find a photo <laughs> of this uh, British 20-pound note uh, oh, sorry, right. fucking British Britain. Yeah, it is British. Yeah, yeah, you got it right. Shut up, Martin. Um, <laughs> it's a picture of a tower that seems to be beaming something, and then above it, there's a picture of something that kind of looks like a virus, and people are convinced that it was a. Uh-huh. Uh, it's embedded in there because I don't know if you know this, Ray, but when you come up with a cunning, uh, th- a cunning uh, uh, plot to wipe out a large percentage of the world by using radio waves to uh, make them uh, more susceptible to a virus, the the, the next thing you need to do, it's in the evil genius manual, is actually tell everyone that you did it (laughs) by putting it on money. Um, See, I I went to an evil genius community college. Yes, I'm embarrassed, but we were always taught to hide our master plans and not flaunt them on the currency that would be seen and desired by everybody. But hey, it shows the the, the piss poor education that I got. Actually, you, um, they were telling you to keep your masturbation secret <laughs> and not to flaunt that. See, this you, is you, know you, you weren't listening because you were masturbating. I was masturbating <laughs> at the time when I told you. <laughs> I was wondering why he was going, uh, talking like that, but it was actually me moving. Anyway, God, I owe him an apology. Anyway. At what point in, in what point in the, uh, evil genius college that you went to, did they say become a podcaster? Was that like (laughs) steal the moon, uh, take over the world government? (laughs) Whereabouts on the, on the uh, list of things was become a history podcaster. can I be honest with you? Look, it was it was like the third day in college, and they said, "Look, this I don't think you're in the right place." <laughs> they walked me to the door, and as they opened the door and gently but firmly shoved me out, they said, "Maybe you should try podcasting." <laughs> and they closed the door. So I think that's that's what it was. Uh huh. Yeah. So apparently, the tower on the uh, the the nope. note nope. is is something mm-hmm. called Margate tower or the margate lighthouse right which is uh, a very famous lighthouse in uh, kent i believe and why you would put that on your 20 pound note i don't know but uh, don't they normally have like for stamps and notes don't they they normally have for lack of better word a competition or process something that's well known or that represents the people or whatever i mean again the idea that they stuck that on there to brag about this 5g causing cancer or or, or covid19 is just a little little far-fetched well it's it's britain they don't have any famous people no one's ever done anything (laughs) 
So they're hard <laughs> up. They go like, Fuck, have we got, have we got yeah. any buildings that are remotely interesting? <laughs> well, there's this old lighthouse. Fuck it. That'll do. Yeah. Just give me that. Done, Let's done. do it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Take a picture of it. And the thing that looks like a virus um, above it. Clouds? Is it? I, I don't have one in front of me. Is it rain clouds? Is it just a um, a puff of something? It's a purple foil patch containing the letter T, which is based on the design of a staircase at the Tate Britain. Uh, the artist J.M.W. Turner, who appears on the note, had connection with both the Seaside Town and the London Gallery. So it's all about J.M.W. Turner. Are you familiar with Turner and his art, Ray? Uh, I'm going to have to go on it now. You'd love it. Look it up. J.M.W. Turner, truly one of the greats. When I said nothing good's ever come out of Britain, I'll make an exception. <laughs> J.M.W. Turner. What? I'm trying to get over the last piece of art you sent me through Skype. I'm still dealing with that. So, yeah, yeah. thank you. You're welcome. Um, yeah, and I, I, I went to an exhibition of his uh, many years ago. Fantastic use of light. Did a lot of sea battle scenes. In fact, the Napoleon mm-hmm. Conference in Ajaxio, where I met Chrissy, uh, one of the speakers there, an Israeli dude um, who was trying to hit on Chrissy, um, <laughs> Alon, uh, in his talk on on Napoleon uh, naval battles, he used a number of J.M.W. Turner's paintings in it. Right. Uh, I cool. think it was one of my introductions to J.M.W. Turner. Truly a tremendous artist. His use of light was fantastic. Um, very, very terrific. Look him up, J.M.W. Turner. Cool. Kids, if you're not familiar with him, marvellous, marvellous painter. So there you go. So anyway, back to uh, crazy motherfucking shit. Um, uh, 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 one version of the 5G gives you coronavirus theory says that Wuhan in China, where the coronavirus was first uh, right. discovered, is also where 5G began to roll out. Aha! You see? It's all yes. coming together. Connecting the dots, yeah. motherfucker. Yeah. Yes. Um, it's locked down. So if you don't believe the conspiracy theory that says the Chinese uh, government actually deliberately released coronavirus or they were building it in a lab and then it accidentally leaked out um, or that somebody ate a live bat at the wet markets uh, sure. or that the CIA created it and gave it to China who then gave it back to America. If you don't believe one of those coronavirus conspiracy theories, uh, you've got this one that it has, you know, it's because Wuhan was the first place to roll out 5G. I, I thought Wuhan, I think it was that specific area, was starting to roll out 5G in 2018 and not... 2019 or 2020 well it took a year for it to create the virus Uh, to to infect the bat to then be eaten yeah okay yeah yeah i stand corrected Mm. then in early march of this year an american physician uh and i use that word with inverted commas (laughs) thomas cohen c-o-w-a-n if you're looking him up was in a YouTube video since taken down by YouTube, um, which makes it fucking hard to research. But he is a physician in California, and he was connecting the uh, 5G and the coronavirus. Right. Now, what can you tell me about Thomas Cohen and his credibility, Ray? 
I I cannot tell you anything, but I do want to add something on real quick to this story we, we were just finishing. Wasn't parts of, uh, or excuse me, wasn't 5G also coming out in South Korea as well? Um, and the COVID should have showed up there a lot sooner than COVID-19 should have showed up uh, a lot earlier than it did there if 5G, which was started there as well, should have should have caused that. Yeah, so, we'll we'll dismantle the oh, uh, the five G thing a little bit later. I don't know anything Thomas about Thomas Cohen. W. No, sorry, I don't have him. Oh, uh, do you have anything uh, about mm. anyone? No. Okay. Thomas <laughs> Cohen uh, had his medical license revoked for five years in twenty seventeen. I like this for unprofessional conduct and gross negligence. So again, like uh, our Mormon guy, right? The the guy you want to turn to yeah. as a credible source is the physician that's had his license revoked uh, <laughs> several years ago. Now, this video of him talking about five G is from a talk he presented at a pseudoscience conference, which right. featured a who's who of crackpots. Uh, and one of the headliners was our old friend Andrew Wakefield. The guy oh. who created the whole vaccines give you autism uh, yes. fuckery. Um, <clears throat> another attendee was the president of an organization called Doctors for Disaster Preparedness, like an organization that, that is uh, famous for giving awards uh, to fossil fuel funded climate deniers and for giving a platform to a speaker who denied the link between HIV and AIDS who claimed Jesus. that the link was invented by government scientists who wanted to cover up the health risks of homosexual men, the lifestyles of homosexual men. Uh, anyway, in this video, uh, Thomas Cohen uh, claimed that viruses are simply the byproduct of a cell that has been poisoned. Sounds scientific. No, well, he's a doctor, right? Well, he's he's <laughs> was 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 a doctor, right. so he knows everything yeah. about viruses. Now, this, yeah. of course, uh, according to standard uh, fucking biological science, is nonsense. Viruses <laughs> are living organisms. Um, well, are they though? What's a virus, Ray? What's your scientific explanation of a virus? Um. Does it need a host to survive or because it is some kind of, you know, entity with, I don't know. I don't know the scientific definition. Mm, yeah, they, well, they, they're microscopic. They are much smaller than bacteria. And they the big difference is they lack the ability to survive and reproduce outside uh, of a host body. Gotcha. Right. But they're not the result of uh, damage to a normally healthy cell. But that was the basis of his video, apparently, which I haven't been able to watch, as I said, because it got taken down. But that's the summary that I read of it. Um, then the, the other thing that's going around is the uh, correlation is causation theory. Um, this says that... 1916, emergence of radio waves. 1918, Spanish flu outbreak. Ooh, By the way, how much right? do you know about the quote-unquote Spanish flu? Um, fuck all. I did hear that 
more Americans died from the Spanish flu than died in World War One. That is literally the extent I know about the Spanish flu. Well, do you know where it started? Spain, dumbass. It's the Spanish flu. God. Yeah. No, I, I don't know. I apologize. I don't know. Probably Kansas. <laughs> oh, so, okay. Do we hate the Spanish that much? We, anyway, please tell me. Well, yeah, no, the, I mean, there's a couple, there's a number of different theories, but if they're looking at the earliest evidence for it, it seems to be a couple of different locations in the US. Kansas is one of them, I think, or right. maybe Kansas City. I can't remember exactly. Uh, something with Kansas in it. Uh, and it might have also been Britain. Um, British soldiers uh, who uh, right. caught it and then took it to the front lines. But basically, it, it was big all over and a lot earlier uh, than anything to do with Spain. The reason it became known as the Spanish flu, apparently, is because the when it broke out uh all of these other countries were in the middle of world war one and their media was censored wartime censorship going on so they didn't talk about the breakout of this viral flu because they Mm. were worried they the media wasn't allowed to talk about it in their own countries because they were worried that uh, you know it would it would you know, make them look yeah. weak in the middle of the war right. and reduce morale and give their Can't enemies something to work with. But Spain was neutral. Oh God! So they in, talked they in World War One. So they reported right? on the flu Fuck in Spain, me. and right. the the Western media talked about the flu in Spain. So it became known as the Spanish flu when, in fact, it was probably the American flu or the British flu or whatever. Right. So there not, you go. Not. Not racist, but racy-ish, <laughs> something. Well. Yeah, yeah. Um, Barry and Stan came up with that. Well, let's just call it the Spanish flu. <laughs> no one will know the difference. Anyway, so this the correlation is causation theory says 1916 emergence of radio waves, 1918 Spanish flu outbreak, 2003 3G is released. 2003 there's the SARS outbreak. 2009 4G introduced to the world. 2009 swine flu outbreak. 2019, 5G introduced to the world. 2019, coronavirus outbreak. Um, Done. There you go. So, unfortunately, the first commercial radio station, XWA from Montreal, started broadcasting in 1920, not in 1916. And the Spanish flu came out in 1918, or the 1918 flu, as it's also known. So, whoops, falls down there. And of course, you know, somebody else pointed out the other thing that was introduced in 2019 was Baby Yoda. So maybe there's a connection between Baby Yoda and uh, coronavirus. That's that's plausible. The only thing he's causing is is a a fever of cuteness. I'm sorry. Yeah. But uh, hey, I did want to ask you this uh, related to the virus part. um, I just took this from an article. Tell me if you ran across anything like this. It says... The very nature of viruses and the fact that radio waves have no impact on a virus development gets lost. Research has shown that cor- the coronavirus spreads through droplets generated when someone sneezes or coughs. These droplets can exist on surfaces for a matter of hours, and they can even hang in the air for a few minutes after someone sneezes. Radio waves, however, are a form of electromagnetic 
uh, electromagnetic wave, no droplets involved. In fact, while radio waves can travel through water, it's actually harder for them to travel through the air. So there was someone trying to break down this whole virus versus the radio waves that we're talking about with 5G. And again, I think when you present facts as much as I understand, that is, when you present facts to certain people that are making these accusations, I'm sure they would um, excuse excuse that or or find some way to shred that without actually using science and or knowledge. Well, I think the 5G coronavirus theories is more to do with uh, the 5G wavelengths is damaging your immune system uh, or damaging your, your cells or, or your DNA uh, and is causing gotcha. the virus or right. making you more susceptible. To indirectly the virus yeah something like gotcha. that not that okay. it's not that it's being spread through the air by right. uh 5g waves gotcha. um there's also the theory that the coronavirus was invented by bill gates to control the world by creating a vaccine for it does he does he need to control the world is he one of the world's richest men and he can pretty much do mm. Anything he wants to almost anybody, does he need to control the world? Does he need to get the rest of it under control? I'm mm, just curious. Mm. Yeah, um, I don't know, man. There's uh, so this is like there's a lot of crazy, a lot of crazy stuff going on there. A lot of different crazy theories yeah. around who did what and who is doing who and who's up who <laughs> and who hasn't paid. Right. Um, uh, but I want to move on now to talk about what yeah. is 5G. So, you know, and this is actually quite interesting. Like on one level, it's just faster Wi-Fi for mobile yeah. devices. Um, right. Supposedly somewhere between 100 megabits a second to 2 gigabits uh, a second download. Damn, Right. Uh, but it's really much more than that. Like if you if you go looking at articles, particularly from last year, I found an article in the New York Times from February 2019 called Why Controlling 5G Could Mean Controlling the World. Right. found an article from earlier this year, January this year, which called the rollout of 5G a geopolitical turning point. Uh, this article that was in The Atlantic in early January called the rollout of 5G the defining geopolitical dilemma of 2020. Bet you the author of that feels a bit stupid now, but... Uh, Remember when Australian fires yeah. were supposed to dominate? Oh, you, you want to talk about 2020? Yeah. Fucking Australian fires, mate. Yeah. Not anymore. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> So why is it such a big deal? Um, well, yes, it's going to offer data speeds hundreds of times faster than current mm -hmm. connections. But the point is partly what this will allow, uh, allow everyone to do, new sorts of commercial applications like transportation and healthcare, the internet of things that we've right. been promised for decades where all of your devices, your cars, your fridges, little little yeah. receptors and things. I, I worked for a client a year or so ago that was doing internet of things. You have intelligent devices on your buildings, in your cars, uh, on, right. your, on your person that are communicating with each other in near real time and sharing data. All of yeah. that is supposed to be made more available by 5G faster network speeds. 
the way mm-hmm. our machinery runs, our cars run, gas pipelines, water systems, they'll all be connected to this IoT network that'll share real-time data with management systems, control systems, so you can see what's going on. Yeah. What is the big fear over 5G from a geopolitical perspective, though, Ray? Well, I mean, one, I imagine the company, or excuse me, the countries that get it first will have a big advantage. We've talked about that previously, but I'm, I'm just assuming that with, with you being able to connect all these various things in someone's life or someone's business or government or whatever, and if that can be hacked into, does that mean you can have access to more information about your rivals, whether it's a country or a company? But I, I just imagine that if you have the ability to create a whole other industry in your country because you have 5G and another country doesn't, that's going to put you light years ahead on so many different levels. Yeah, but that's not really the core of the concern. Mm, what is it? Well, the core of the concern is that there are four companies and only four companies in the world that make right. the backbone infrastructure for 5G. Two are uh, sort of European, Scandinavian, Nokia and Ericsson. Right. The other two are Chinese, Huawei, nope. Huawei nope. and ZTE. Right out. <laughs> we got to bomb them. Sorry, sorry, go ahead. Sorry, go ahead. Uh, so you got Nokia, which I think is Finnish. You've got Ericsson, which is Swedish. And then you've got uh, two Chinese companies. Now, right. Huawei and ZTE account for somewhere between 40 to 50% of the 5G infrastructure market. And they have been, the Chinese companies have been running around the world. Do you remember mm-hmm. when we were talking in our coronavirus episodes a few weeks ago, um, we were talking about what's going to happen as a result of the global economic collapse. One of the things that I projected then was the Chinese Marshall Plan. Well, apparently this is already happening in terms of 5G. Uh, They're running around the world, particularly to developing countries and countries that aren't on good terms with the United States, saying, hey, listen, we will roll out your 5G networks for you. Uh, You can be ahead of the rest of the world, get that commercial advantage, and we will do it on very good terms for you. Wow. You know, with cheap loans, yeah. cheap long-term loans, we'll do it for you. Who's going to say no to that? I mean, that's, again, because you're going to have a competitive advantage. That's how the Chinese get their foot in the door like the Americans did after World War II with the Marshall Plan, and that's your point. They can make a lot of friends that way. Yeah. But here's the concern for America in particular. Well, one I- is America doesn't, isn't leading this. This is the first yeah. time we've had a major technological revolution right. that America's not at the front of because there are no American companies, none, that are building 5G infrastructure. you got a lot of 5G software coming out of the US, yeah. but right. not the hardware needed to build the infrastructure. Trump has been pressuring companies like Oracle and Cisco and Intel to get in on it. Um, But Mm -hmm. so far, nobody's picked it up and ran with it because it's low margin, high cost, low margin stuff. And they're like, yeah, fuck it. But so that's one concern is the US isn't going to be the leader in this. Secondly, Mm -hmm. the concern is, is that if all of the world's commercial, 
political and military communications are running over Chinese 5G equipment. Right. That the Chinese will be able to intercept all of that and oh, yeah. listen in. Now, yeah, I'd build a backdoor. Yeah, go ahead. America doesn't have anything uh, against people listening to your private conversations because that's what America fucking does. They just don't want the Chinese doing it. Right. Well, it's worked out so well for us. Why would we want our competitor to have that awesome advantage? So for this reason, uh, we've seen America and America's allies, including Australia and the United Kingdom, uh, at various levels, refuse to allow Huawei and ZTE to play in the 5G network space in their countries. In Australia, uh, we had an issue. I remember Tony and I talked about this on QAV um, uh, last year. We had a, one of our major telcos here that was going to build out a 5G network. I think it was mm-hmm. uh, I think it was Vodafone, and uh, the government basically well when the US sort of banned Huawei, right, um, from playing uh, and threatened any countries that allowed Huawei. Uh, mm. The Australian telco backed down and said, "Sorry, we can't work with Huawei because we, we don't want to spend. We can't play with you. We don't want to spend billions of dollars rolling out a network and then find out that you know it's the the United States, you know, throw sanctions at us or whatever." <laughs> exactly. Now the UK was part of that. Uh, the part of that, no, we won't do with Huawei. Then they changed their mind and said, "No, we will allow Huawei to play in the UK." Now, just this week. They seem to be changing their mind on that again. They're going on about, well, no, they need to be transparent about why they let coronavirus get into the world and there's something going on there. We might ban it, et cetera, et cetera. Might ban Huawei. But the the core of this concern is that, you know, the, the Americans don't trust the Chinese to keep confidential all of the information that runs over these 5G mm-hmm. networks. And they should know because they've been sniffing everyone else's ass <laughs> since World War II. You know, we've done stories on that, right? The uh, the, the the highly uh, sophisticated encryption technology that, that was being sold to the world that America actually had a backdoor into as well as all right. the stuff that Edward Snowden has uh, made available to us over the last few years. So that is the geopolitical issue here. It's one of, yes, uh, competitiveness. The countries that have the fastest Wi-Fi and the, the get to that rollout soon are going to have a competitive advantage. But also, the, uh, America and its allies don't want to use Chinese technology of this, so they're going to be forced to use Nokia and Ericsson technology. And let's let's be honest, you know, that's probably not as good because they don't have as much money to throw at it. Their economies aren't as good as the Chinese economy. And also, China's running around to every country that will listen and saying, you know, hey, we'll give you, we, we, we give you a good deal. We give you a good price. We give you a good price. No. <laughs> what? I can't do that. That's not allowed now. I can do I, I can do I can do Irish accents, but I can't do Chinese accents. Is that what you're saying? I can do Russian, British, <laughs> Scottish, Irish, American. But I can't do right. Chinese. That's off. That's I, that's right out. I I don't know. Is it? Is it okay? I feel dirty and not in a good way. I don't know the answer. I don't know the answer. Oh, well, I'm fucking doing it. 
Um, <laughs> so, so I just have to ask, based on your research, and you said this a minute ago. So, is it just not? Is it not financially? worth it for individual companies to de- in America to develop 5G, even though the American society in general would benefit from having 5G? Is it, is, it the, is it the company that's going to break it out first, not going to financially benefit, or is it just a pain in the ass? Yeah, no, well, to try to come up with? yeah, it's, it's, it's very expensive and low margins mm-hmm. and very competitive and all that kind of stuff. But the, the, difference is America has relied on free markets to develop these sorts of technology. China has been throwing government money at these companies to develop it. They've taken a a state Uh. economy approach to this and strategically seems like it was a smart move. So now America's whole free market thing has bit them in the ass because the free market didn't develop this stuff. China did. China's now going to take probably half the world's uh, 5G traffic and America's fucked. Because I have to be honest, you said this, like I, you might have said it on the last show, but Verizon and T-Mobile have 5G, 5G commercials. Oh, in certain areas, in certain cities and states or whatever, you can get 5G. And But but now that we've done some research, we know that it's 4G and it's tweaked or it's been packaged a certain way or whatever. And again, that America, some Americans like me think parts of America is covered by 5G. We have it. We just don't have it all over the place. Yeah. Um, Look, I don't know specifically about Verizon, uh, if it's really real, real 5G. Yeah, so I looked this up, Mm -hmm. uh, Cameron, in the editing room here. I looked that up. It sounds like Verizon does have real 5G rolled out in limited cities with some limited devices. Uh, last I could see the Moto Z3 and Moto Z4, Samsung Galaxy S10 5G, the LG 450 Think 5G, and Insego's MiFi 5G M1000 Hotspot uh, you can use. But uh, this dates to, I think, January 8, 28th, 2020, the last I've got on this is. Don't know who the network mm. provider is. If anyone knows that, let me know. That'd be good. Um, T-Mobile's 5G sounds like it's relatively fake 5G uh, from what I can see. It's uh, not very fast. Not much difference from 4G LTE from what I can see in an article in CNET dated to late 2019. They may have changed since then. Let me know. If you're American and you're on T-Mobile or Verizon 5G, let us know what you think. And let us know if you know who's the backbone of the 5G network in the U.S. Technology. But my understanding is it's still ex- it's still extremely limited everywhere in the West. Mm-hmm. Um, but anyway, getting back to the pol- politics of this, uh, you may recall yeah. last year that the chief financial officer of Huawei, Meng Wanzhou, was arrested in Canada. Right. Uh, uh, now, this is part of the geopolitical uh, f- fight over 5G, uh, as well as the, mm-hmm. the bigger trade war that uh, Trump was trying to wage with China at the time. Uh, Meng Wanzhou, the CFO of Huawei, she's also the daughter of Huawei's founder 
Rang Zhang Fei. Now, she was arrested uh, at the airport in Canada where she had been a citizen for a long time uh, on the basis of a complaint by the United States that asked the Canadians to arrest her. Uh, Damn. Not that Huawei had had backed doors or or diverted data or any of this kind of stuff that you might think of in terms of the claims about the the concerns about 5G, Mm -hmm. but because they had violated American sanctions on Iran, which was weird, this whole arrest, because while America has gone after companies around the world for breaking sanctions against Iran in the past, firms like Deutsche Bank, They've always right. just fined them. They've never gone out and arrested their executives. Ah, right. But Good they did in this case. Yes. yes, they arrested, had her arrested by the Canadians and then uh, are attempting to extradite her to the United States to stand trial. Damn. Um, the story is that allegedly back in 2013, Uh, Huawei sold some technology via some front companies to Iran, violating U.S. sanctions. Now, Huawei are denying this, but this is the the case. But, you know, fucking 2013, supposedly, this happened. She got arrested in 2019. Now, here's a great coincidence for you. The day she was arrested Mm -hmm. was the same day Trump was going to sit down and have dinner with Chinese President Xi Jinping. Either that's a stroke of genius or that's hella awkward. Well, I don't know which no, one. No, no <laughs> connection there at all, I'm sure. Completely oh, by the way, I arrested um, a major executive of one of your major companies. Uh, yeah. More wine? Yeah. Yeah. The daughter of the founder of your most successful company. Jesus. Uh, we've got her under arrest. Now... Literally the next day after they arrested her, Trump said that he might let her go if he signed a good trade deal with President Xi. Ooh. This is the kind of game that America's playing. Hard-nosed tactics. Mm. That's intense. Now, of course, I put all of this together, as you may have seen on Facebook. Uh, My theory is that if you look at the timeline... Right. Huawei, one of the leading manufacturers of 5G networks, which is bad because China bad, okay? And then <laughs> December 2018, she got arrested, actually, uh, right. because she was selling equipment to Iran, allegedly, because Iran bad, okay? And then January 2020, her extradition hearing began in Canada. Uh, by the way, she got released on $10 million bail, so don't feel too sorry oh, for her. She's probably got houses yeah. in Canada. Um Oh, so January 2020, her extradition hearing, extradition hearing began. Then January 19, 2020, there was the first case of coronavirus in right. Washington State, which is right next to the Canadian border. And yeah. then her extradition hearing got put on hold during the pandemic. So it's obvious oh, that Huawei the used their yes. 5G networks, her company, yes. to cause coronavirus to stop her extradition. <laughs> Scrambled somebody's DNA. Exactly. Yeah. 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 I mean, come on. What other explanation could there be? I I would love to see the chart, the tax, and this piece of the yarn going from what? It's on my wall. You should. (laughs) I've always wanted one of those wall charts. (laughs) I just assumed you had one. Oh, yeah. Anyway. Yeah. 
Every time we do an episode of this show, I've got a new wall chart with red, red twine. And my <laughs> poster notes. Anyway. Oh, God, that was too And funny. it always goes back to the Jews, Ray. There's always <laughs> Jews in the middle of it. No. I would rather have you listen to a Chinese accent than talk about the Jews. Chinese Jews. Right <laughs> Jews with Chinese accents. Okay. The ultimate conspiracy theory. <laughs> In early February, uh, your much beloved Attorney General, William Barr, Yes. said that China's dominance of 5G telecommunications networks was one of America's top national security and economic threats. But is it? I mean, if the American companies are refusing to develop it without maybe a big giant-ass uh, government contract, that's just the free market determining things, right? Sorry, I didn't mean to interrupt. Well, you know, you love the free market until it doesn't until work you for don't. you. <laughs> then you don't right. love it anymore. Yeah. Right. People right. around the world should have complete freedom to trade with anyone they want unless you're buying <laughs> Chinese 5G networks, in which case, no, sorry, you're not allowed to do that or trade with Iran because then you're allowed to treat, we, you know, we believe in free trade unless until we don't, in which case, don't do it. It's serious. Yeah. Yeah. Now, uh, so these countries where China's going in and saying, we'll give you really good terms if you if you buy our 5G stuff, the US is going to those countries and saying, listen, if you want a relationship with us at all, a trading Fuck. relationship, a military relationship, you yeah. name it, you can't let the Chinese build the networks which you use to communicate with us about political and military matters. Just not going to happen. According to David right. Sanger, the national security correspondent with the New York Times for the last 30 years, 40 years, whose grandfather, by the way, Elliot mm -hmm. Sanger, was one of the pioneers of FM radio. Oh, cool. uh, he, he, I read an article where he was talking about Poland. He said Poland's a, a new member of NATO, very enthusiastic about being part of NATO because they're, they're, they really want to stop the Soviet Union from expanding. Um, mm -hmm. They, I mean, they don't. I mean, they haven't heard that the Soviet Union hasn't existed since 1991. But, they, <laughs> but they, still. if it ever comes back, they want oh, yeah. to stop it from expanding. Um, there were discussions underway uh, between Huawei and Poland, according to Sanger. The Poles want to build, though, what they call Fort Trump, a permanent <laughs> American base in Hell Poland, yeah. as the part of, of their. <laughs> A little small, Sorry. small, Sorry. flaccid one, uh, with big, <laughs> with tiny hands and a tiny penis. Um, but apparently, America has been very clear with them that if they go with Huawei, there's going to be zero chance of an American base God. in Poland. So, so that, from a political, geopolitical perspective, that's what's going on with 5G. Now, back to the technology, though. So, for those of you, like me, who don't really understand how phones work, to me, it's just magic. Um, <laughs> phones rely on radio waves. Now, mm -hmm. one of the health concerns that people have about 5G is the fact that some electromagnetic waves can damage atoms. As I said before, we, you know, we know that certain wavelengths of sunlight, ultraviolet uh, waves can cause cancer. 
uh, American military have developed weapons that use radio waves to burn skin, basically like concentrated ultraviolet light. Mm-hmm. Um, so the, the the kinds of radio waves that can damage you are called ionizing radiation because mm. it can knock electrons off an atom. That's what an ion is, I-O-N. Okay. When you knock an electron off an atom, you're ionizing, and that causes damage. Then you end up with free radicals. Those electrons can move around. They can uh, be intercepted by other atoms, and it changes the atoms, etc., etc. They can damage mm-hmm. cell walls and all sorts of stuff, apparently. Um, so ionizing radiation is known to cause cancer. But there's a difference between ionizing radiation and non-ionizing radiation. And as I said earlier, there's, there's a barrier between ionizing and non-ionizing, and it's the color violet. Anything with a higher frequency than the color violet mm-hmm. can cause cancer. Ultraviolet or UV light, that's the weakest form right. of ionizing radiation. It's around 30 million gigahertz. Do you know what a gigahertz is, Ray? Do you know what gigahertz is? Oh, God. I used to. Something to the... No, it's gone. What's a hertz, Ray? Gigahertz? Um, megahertz? What's a hertz? I don't... Is that a... I don't know. Mm. Well, at least you didn't guess. You're getting better. Yeah. Uh, no, it's, a hertz is one cycle per second, gets used in right. all sorts of waves, named after yeah. Heinrich Rudolf Hertz, the mm-hmm. German physicist who came up with the idea of uh, magic reindeer and uh, airport rental cars, as yes. well as proved the existence wow. of electromagnetic waves. Trifecta. <laughs> yeah, yeah, he's an amazing guy, really. <laughs> Renaissance guy. Yeah. So uh, UV light's 30 million gigahertz or 30 Mm -hmm. million uh, gigas per second. How much is a giga? A billion. 30 million billion cycles per second. That's what ultraviolet light is. Okay. Uh, So uh, where was I at? Oh, yeah, right. So X-rays and gamma rays have higher frequencies than ultraviolet, right? So they carry even more energy. And if they come into contact with our cells for a long period of time, they can cause cancer, Mm -hmm. which is why when you go for an X-ray, the lab technician hides behind a wall because they don't want to get exposed to it. They can expose you to it for small bursts, but... Yeah. Without without danger, but you know exposure over long periods of time at high intensity right. can be can be bad. Okay, um, <laughs> but the energy from visible light or, or AM and a, uh, FM radio, TV, microwaves, mobile phones, and power lines is just too low to damage atoms, according to all known fucking science on the planet today. Does that include 5G? It does include 5G for the same reasons as 2G and 3G and 4G and AM and AFM radio are not considered dangerous. They're all wavelengths right. and they they all fit within the safe uh, the safe range of electromagnetic frequencies. 
based on the body of knowledge that we have that our scientists have mm-hmm. all those should be safe yes or non-threatening okay all right. now the, the 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 thing about 5g that people are using to freak out about is that for the first time it's actually using millimeter waves Millimeter right. waves are a frequency radio of radio waves that have wavelengths from one to ten millimeters, called millimeter waves. Sometimes abbreviated in the literature as MMW, which, mm-hmm. by the way, is also a great porn category if you want to check it out, and also stands for one of my favorite experimental jazz funk fusion trios from Brooklyn: Modesky, Martin, and Wood. Right. Also, according to Urban Dictionary, it stands for a mid-morning wank. Uh, which is another name oh. for this podcast. So I call it pulling a ray. Go ahead. Sorry, Sorry. <laughs> little pulling little ray. Uh, <laughs> MMW mi- millimeter right. waves. So the problem with well, there's a couple there's goods and bads of MMWs for uh, mobile phones, mobile devices. Mm-hmm. The good is that it can pack a lot of information into a wave. The bad right. is that it doesn't travel very far. Oh. So hence the uh, the theories that are out there, oh, they're going to have to put towers all over the place and they're going to flood my neighborhood with radiation and mm. stuff like that. Yes. Okay. So we're going to need right. to have lots of towers and right. it's line of sight only. So you, you need to, you know, point... Uh, the tower needs to be able to basically see your phone i use c in inverted commas it needs to be able to reach your phone if there's anything getting in the way it doesn't just like spread out uh like um you know you you like a fart it's more like uh uh, it's more like shooting cum ejaculating on tits it needs to have a line of direction (laughs) it's come on that was actually a name they were working they were calling it uh, come waves initially. There was there was one of the the Barry and Stan came up with that as one of the working right. titles for it. They had fart right. waves and come waves, and Barry and Stan liked it. They thought it was catchy. Like you're not going to forget that. Oh, have you got yeah. the new come wave uh, phone? No, no. I've still my phone still uses fart waves. You know, it just helps you visualize uh, it. Like when you're explaining yeah. complicated yeah. scientific concepts, Ray. I find yeah. it helps. Just use sex. Right, you right. got to use you know visuals to help right. people you know understand what's going on. So this is cum wave technology, not fart wave. Um, Machu Picchu. Yeah. Would you say Machu Picchu? No, not, you're a natural teacher. Oh, okay. And Machu Picchu, which I've always wanted to visit. Um, Road trip. Yeah. And take yeah. your cum take, take your cum wave phone <laughs> when you get there because you're up high. <laughs> got a line of sight right. with lots of towers your, your, your bandwidth's going to be fantastic uh nice. yes so there you go so um 5g will require antennas towers every or antennas of some sort it doesn't have to be towers but every 100 to 200 meters right right so but, we're gonna we're gonna need yeah. them everywhere this is part of the concern that the uh, fear mongers have but, but let me, I just have to ask this real quick, based on what very little research I did there, I saved you from saying it. I know that the low band uses um, a frequency, you know, uh, a lot like G, uh, 4G, 
it has a slower connection, but it can travel a long, longer distance. 5G, the millimeter wave, is very fast, but a short distance. So isn't the answer some kind of mid-band frequency to use on towers that can go further for your phones? Excuse me, it can go further. It's not as fast. You're losing that, but you, you don't have to have towers everywhere and then theoretically less waves um, are being emitted because there's fewer towers out there. Isn't that either the common sense approach or what they should do until they can figure out how to make the um, the millimeter wave safer? Or, is, or Well, we've already established that according to all known science, the millimeter waves in these frequencies are safe. Right. Oh, gotcha. I was, yes. I've been reading so many theories, I just fell back on, well, that's unsafe, right? Oh, my God. So I apologize. Wow. Yeah. Wow. We're doing a podcast on it and you and just, you know, it's gone. It has not penetrated. Like a millimeter wave that itself can only penetrate a very short distance into skin, <laughs> the knowledge cannot penetrate into your brain. It just hits so, the bald spot and bounces straight off, doesn't it? So here's my question. So if we go with the millimeter wave, which is fast but not as long, we put up more towers because you have to but it's still safe. Look, it's basically like Heather having sex with you versus D'Angelo. With right. you, your dick you is short night? and you're very fast. So she knows it's like there are benefits to both. With you, right. small dick, can't feel it, going to be over quickly, and she can get back to reading her Kindle. Right. Uh, it's like you're there. Or watching Tiger King. With right. D'Angelo, big mm -hmm. cock, uh, long wavelength hurts and it takes a long time but worth it but worth it yeah so but she, but, but, she get, but she gets to feel something so right. you know, like there are pros and cons here uh, <laughs> are you having fun go ahead <laughs> you know i am so <laughs> Yeah, look, they, no, they're going to have to put lots of lots of antennas up. Now they have some new software technology that enables wow. things called MIMO, massive MIMO, massive multiple inputs and outputs, phased arrays, ways of focusing the beams, beam forming, they call it. So they've got a lot of clever software that'll make this work. But uh, yeah, there's no way of getting around the fact that you're going to need lots of antennas. Now, there are wow. different 5G frequencies ranging from, I believe, sort of 24 gigahertz up to 72 gigahertz. So there'll be, oh, actually, and there's one sort of under six gigahertz. So there's lots of different bands that they'll be able right. to use that, that have different wavelengths that'll be able to travel longer, but be a bit slower, shorter, but faster. So you'll probably be able to move in and out of these bands depending on okay. where you are. It's yeah. a bit like broadband in Australia. You know, I technically have broadband, but it's not as fast as other people that have broadband because I'm further away from the, the, the base station and the fiber. I don't have glass oh. fiber. I'm using old copper. I'm using, what do they call it? HTC, HPC, H, high, high, HFC, high fiber coaxial or some fucking bullshit. High frequency, I don't know, HFC, whatever that stands for. Not right. as fast as the good shit, but it's still broadband, but not as good as the broadband. It's better than your internet because you've just got two mice still running around in a wheel driving yours, but 
not as good. So it'll be a bit like that. Now, um, I've mentioned the military weapons before. So MMW, we've talked about MMW in the past, and I don't mean man, man, woman, uh, porn. I mean, mean, we've, we've... definitely engaged in that but we, right. we, we we in terms of the u.s military's got a weapon called the active denial system ads this is oh. uses three millimeter wavelengths and can actually burn your skin it's like uh they focus the sound waves uh, at you and it can burn you wow. from a distance you know cause right like a burning sensation that's unbearable um, right. you, you know, they yeah. can focus it on crowds for crowd dispersal. Um, everyone just starts feeling like their skin's on fire and you have to run away. Jesus. But again, the, uh, the, the, the 5G frequencies aren't going to hurt people. Yes, it's millimeter waves, but it's not millimeter waves that are a frequency that can do damage according to all the known science out there. Now, the right. skeptics, uh, you know, the, the conspiracy theorists will say, well, we don't know that. Okay, we're not talking about it burning you. We know it's not going to burn you, but maybe mm-hmm. it's going to do long-term damage to your cells or your DNA or this, your sense of smell, your ability to ejaculate on people's tits from across <clears throat> the room. Like, we right. don't know unless we do 50-year, you know, double-blind, long-term, big cohort studies. And as I've said in the last episode, yeah, but we're not going to do that. No one's going to wait 50 years to test this stuff. That's ridiculous to suggest that every right. time we come out with a new technology, we have to do a 50-year study. So it ain't going to happen. Uh, we need to find a, a middle ground, as you said. And that's, well, based yeah. on everything that we know about how these technologies interact with us, we believe it's safe. Mm-hmm. Okay. So uh, we're coming up to the end of the second hour. Uh, what do the scientists say about this, Ray? Well, I just told you what they say. It doesn't really matter because, as we saw in the anti-vax series, you know, conspiracy theorists like uh, people who believe in this kind of stuff assume all scientists are lying and on the payroll of big corporations, right. except for the handful of fringe scientists that they choose to believe in. Those scientists... <laughs> Can be trusted oh, and aren't on anyone's payroll. Yes. Yeah. They go, well, yes, you can't believe it. They say 5G, this is how the conversations go on Facebook. Well, 5G is dangerous. Well, not according to this group of scientists. Well, you can't trust scientists. Okay, well, who do you trust? This scientist <laughs> over here. Why do you trust him? Oh, because he's disagreeing with the rest of the life. scientists. Therefore, he must be right. trustworthy. So anyone who disagrees with the consensus in your book is trustworthy. Yep. Okay, that's basically it. Now, I went looking for... Now, getting back to uh, trusted sources, uh, I I went trying to... I tried Mm -hmm. to figure out who's who's my trusted sources because, of course, what's confusing about this, like in the anti-vax stuff and the climate change stuff, is there are people on all sides making contradictory claims. And for the lay person like us, like, uh, you know, I'm no longer working as a physicist... Uh, it's very, right. it's very confusing. So you need to have a heuristic. You need to have someone you can turn to and trust. Uh, who do you turn to as a trusted source when it comes to the electromagnetic frequency dangers, radiation Z stuff, Ray? Sure. Well, let me tell you the first one that I do not trust is the United States State Department website. 
it says trust cannot exist when where telecom vendors are subject to authoritarian government like the People's Republic of China that lacks the independent judiciary or rule of law that would prevent the misuse of this data. Further, the ownership of Huawei is not transparent and has a history of unethical and illegal behavior, including IP theft. So it was very easy as an American to find who not to trust. However, that was the World Health Organization that I believe that Trump is currently trying to defund, as well as the, um, what's it called in London, the UK NHS, their, their system of healthcare there. They were both saying the same thing that you said, that with the range that we're talking about that 5G brings, it is still acceptably safe. It's within the range. And you know, people do don't do not need to be burning down towers. So the WHO and the the uh, UK medical profession was so the two that I. Found. Why do you trust them? Um, well, theoretically, because the WHO should be looking out for the health of everybody, because I think that's their job is to be concerned about the health of all the various peoples of the nations. And the UK, I would like to think, would not tell a lie because if they did lie about this, well, you know what I'm saying, uh, then a lot of people in the UK could get cancer or whatever from the 5G if they move in that direction, because I'm assuming they're looking out to a degree for the best interest of, the, of their people. Mm, yeah, but that, those, I don't On think paper. those are... Right, but uh, I I don't think those are very good reasons to trust them. On theory, they should be looking at... I mean, we know governments have done lots of things that have harmed people in the past. They haven't done a very good job of looking out for the people. They've lied and sent their people off to war for economic reasons. I don't think think just because you think they should be looking out for their people is a good reason to trust them. So should I have someone that I trust based on past experiences or track record of exposing lies from said governments and uh, organizations i think so more yeah when i when i look for organizations or individuals to trust uh, you know i I guess i'm looking at why do i trust them and that comes down to Mm -hmm. well two things i think what is their credibility and by credibility i mean track record do they have a long track record of fighting the good fight and and being uh uh trustworthy that's how you get credibility i think is by being trustworthy and having a track record of that secondly Mm -hmm. their level of independence from government and Uh, corporate influence funding manipulation yeah yeah, all of that kind of stuff i think they're the two things to look for when i went Mm. searching on this and also by the way they 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 should be uh, scientifically based and and have a background that's relevant uh when you say when i say trustworthy and credible they have to have be trustworthy in terms of their uh track record in providing relevant scientific uh information on this topic you know, just mm-hmm. you, you can be trustworthy on, uh, you know, uh, uh, the, the best kinds of porn to watch. That doesn't necessarily make you an expert on electromagnetic frequency. So it's got to be trustworthy in a relevant space. Right. Yes. It's like when they go, wow, 240 scientists, uh, you know, disagree. You go, yeah, but are they all dentists? Because really, uh, that doesn't really <laughs> count for much. Now, the best I could find in a short period of time for this particular uh, topic is ICNIRP, I-C-N-I-R-P. 
the International Commission uh-huh. on Non-Ionizing Radiation Protection. Can't get any Sexy. more fucking specific than I can do when it comes to non-ionizing <laughs> radiation. It's in the fucking name. It's like the Nazis, then Socialists, National Socialist Party. It's in the name. The Democratic Republic of Korea. You know they're democratic. It's in the name. Um, Iconerp, yes. Uh, So they actually set new guidelines for 5G frequency just last month. Oh, wow. Fresh. They, they had been saying, look, because the, the, the complaint from guys like uh, uh, Russian Jew guy, Moskowitz, was, right. well, all of the guidelines on, on frequency uh, dangers that we're using are 20 years old. Iconert was saying, yeah, but they're just as valid uh, today as they were yeah. then. There's no science that's come along that's changed our view on frequencies damaging your skin uh, or damaging the body. that's the beauty of science. Right, right, go ahead. No reason to change it. But they did, just to shut up the 5G uh, critics, they came out with new guidelines last month and confirmed that the frequencies Uh. at which 5G will be deployed will be safe. They're the International Radiation Watchdog, set up in 1992 by the International Radiation Protection Association, which itself was formed in 1965... Uh, in Los Angeles by a group of radiation protection professionals, middle of the Cold War, nice. that wanted to have right. a worldwide body on safe radiation levels. It has 18,000 members of radiation professionals around the world. So I think when it comes to radiation safety, these are the people to turn to. Uh, according to their official literature, the mission of the ICNIRP is to screen and evaluate scientific knowledge and recent findings toward providing protection guidance on non-ionizing radiation, i.e. radio, microwave, UV, and infrared. Uh, They get their funding from environmental agencies and health departments, and their official guidelines say to safeguard ICNIRP's independence... Only mm-hmm. donations from private individuals or from businesses not related in any way to the field uh, of non-ionizing radiations can be accepted. For reasons of transparency, nice. donations cannot be anonymous and will be listed on a yearly basis in ICANERP's donors report whenever donations are received. Well, oh, right, that's how you do it. That's how you Close do up. it. Yeah, that's right. how we do it here. Right. We mm. we publicly reveal all of our donations and... Uh, By, right. By yeah. talking about everybody. And so this, it's all out in the open. Making yeah. fun of their nationality and their accents where we can. <laughs> and sexual preferences. Because we're, oh, yes. we're even. Even Stephen when it comes right. to that. Even Stephen. Exactly. So that's who I would turn to as Iconerp as a trusted source. Now, in terms of their uh, 5G guidelines, they say these guidelines have been developed after a thorough review of all relevant scientific literature, scientific workshops, and an extensive public consultation process. The, right. They provide protection against all scientifically substantiated adverse health effects due to electromagnetic, electromagnetic field exposure. This is according to the chairman of Iconerp, Dr. Eric Van Rongen, 
Who is he, right. you should ask? Well, he graduated I, I He graduated in biology at the State University of Leiden in the Netherlands in 1980, subsequently performed research on tumour and normal tissue radiobiology at the Radiobiological Institute of the Netherlands Organisation for Applied Scientific Research and received his PhD in 1989. Since 1992, he's been a member of the senior scientific staff of the Health Council of the Netherlands and involved with non-ionising radiation. So that's the guy. Yeah, yeah, qualified in radiation, runs an organisation that looks at radiation safety. He's my guy. Dr. Eric Van Rogen is my go-to guy that I trust. If I've got to trust someone, and I do, because I'm not currently uh, an expert in (laughs) the field of (laughs) radiation dangers, I've got to turn to my guy, Dr. Eric Van Rogen is the guy I've decided to trust. So push the dentist aside. Let's use this guy. Now, uh, it's true. We mentioned that Wuhan was launching some 5G stuff. It's true. They do have some 5G coverage, as do a number of locations across China. It wasn't the very first city with 5G, but it was one of several Chinese cities with the 5G trials that took place, one of the pilot cities. Um, So, you know, the whole it started there because of 5G stuff is probably not uh, sustainable as a theory. And, of course, coronavirus has spread rapidly in countries without any 5G or without, you know, much 5G or any 5G. So uh, the whole connection between 5G and coronavirus itself just doesn't stand up just based on the, the amount of 5G and where it's rolled out at all. Yeah, yeah. Now, oh, shit. Oh, I've got more notes. I've got another half hour here. You want to hang in there with me? Sure, oh, sure. Okay. I can do this because I'm going to debunk by, I'm going to debunk everything you say at the end by just saying Putin. Yeah, well, yeah we're getting to Putin. So, yeah. look, on the, um, on the one hand, we have the majority of the scientific community telling us 5G is perfectly safe. On the other hand, we have a handful of relatively non-credible people, Mormons, mm-hmm. uh, saying that it's highly dangerous or at least should be proven safe first. Who's most likely to be right? Yeah. And now the next question is, who stands to benefit from spreading the coronavirus uh, or conspiracy theories around 5G in general, Ray? Now, yeah. we've already explained how there are segments of the U.S. political military uh, community who want to slow down the rollout of 5G because they don't want China to end up running it all. Right. So America stands to benefit from slowing down 5G. But some people are suggesting that Russians are involved. But before we get to that, I want to play this. This is from some Fox Nation hosts, Diamond and Silk... Not their real names. Thank God. This is from uh, the 20th of April, so only a few days before we're recording this. This is, Listen to Diamond and Silk on Fox. Another mm-hmm. thing. Mm-hmm. You all know I had a concern about the rest homes. I'm yes. like, how is our elderly coming into contact with this? Mm-hmm. Just listening to people, doing a little research. Now, our country is supposed to be shut down. Mm-hmm. But I'm hearing... 
that these 5G towers are going up. Mm -hmm. And if they're in certain places, the frequency of that can really throw your body off. Your genetics, and, and, yeah. and, and have your body dis uh-huh i'm not a doctor i'm just going this, on what they were saying they about saying. this is what they're saying That's about science that. is saying and it can also cost you it can also cause for your genetic material to test for COVID 19. now right. i don't know how true that is but i believe somebody should look into it why are towers going up in our country mm. if they haven't been tested to make sure that we as the American people can handle it? We are not China. I am not for big government or whoever yep. spying on the American people trying to control the American people. That's right. It's bad enough when I can think of a shoe and I go on social media and there's the shoe. And there's the shoe just from thinking just about it. Yeah. No, 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 no. This whatever you all are trying to do. Yep. This has got to stop. It's gonna have to end. Mm -mm. No, 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 no. We are to something no, 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 here. No, 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 no. Yeah. So, so it will. I will wish that 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 around, especially around our rest homes. Yes. Just start paying attention. Yeah. Because why is this stuff going up in our country and we it had been fully uh, uh, tested? And Tested. I understand it's for internet or whatever, but can we handle this much frequency? Can our, our bodies handle to, this? Is it going to be an effect on the American people or our body or on human bodies? Well, that's right, on any human Anybody. body. Uh -huh. body. We're not a communist, socialist country. Right. We're right, the United right, right. States of America. Exactly. But we have freedoms and liberties, yeah. and I don't want to be controlled by different things or different technology because you all are sitting up there. You global elitists is trying to play yeah. God. You're not yeah. God. And stop making the American people part of your experiment. Mm -hmm. <laughs> experiment. Uh, <laughs> it's genetics, yep. It's your genetics. Now, it's not a doctor, but that's what the science is saying. So, but the very first thing that comes to mind is I know people in South Carolina who are in retired homes and there's been a, uh, a tragic amount of deaths in these retirement homes because I have some relatives who recently lived there and as far as I know there's no 5G towers near them so but if I want to throw a fact like that into it I should probably keep my damn mouth shut because I'm a communist I don't know I, I don't know so before we get on to Russians, I wanted to point out that there is plenty of American uh, media spreading fear and, and misinformation yeah. about 5G. Uh, you go but searching it's through. Sexy. Yeah, people like, yeah. you know, fear is good for the media. And, and like, yeah. like climate change, like the anti-vax stuff, the way it gets propagated in the U.S. media is sort of this like uh, fake balanced coverage stuff. You'll see right. uh, headlines like uh, 5G, is it really going to burn your eyelids? Uh, we let the right. experts tell us. And then they'll have a bit of yes and a little bit of no. Here's what the crazies say. Here's what the scientists right. say. Kind of like you decide. Um, but but you clicked. Yes. You clicked. And it's getting, it's getting, you know, and it's not like all this is completely crazy. Although there is some of that stuff in the U.S. media when I went looking for it, but a lot of it, it, it just, it, it puts it out there that like, um, I don't know, maybe uh, I'm not saying this, but genetics, <laughs> yep. Um, but did you see how during their their rant, some things were accepted? as fact mm -hmm. that they just said it just because it needed to be said but there were certain things that look 
we know the stuff messes with your genetics and they know that this is the Chinese Chinese doing this and, and they know that the government of America is trying to take rights away. I mean, there were certain things in their speech that was just do not even dispute this because we know it's to be we know it to be true and it's equal bullshit. But but because stuff like Fox News comes out with it, it does get accepted as de facto facts. Now, there uh, is evidence that Russia is trying to help spread these rumors, the Russian troll farms yeah. uh, 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 spreading this, and also the other side of it as well. You know, obviously, these troll farms, the way they work, as far as we know, is they're designed to drive people completely crazy. So half of what they put out will be, yes, it's a conspiracy designed to cause cancer or coronavirus. Yeah. On the other half is like, you're all crazy if you believe that. Uh, there's no evidence for that. They're just trying <laughs> yeah. to... It's a divide and conquer. It's brilliant. I love it. It's fantastic. It's great stuff. I love it. Uh, but of course, so, as if, we've pointed out, yes, people have been yes. scared about electromagnetic frequency forever, well before Russian troll farms existed. So you can't blame Russian troll farms for people being crazy. No. People have always been crazy. They're just throwing petrol on the crazy. Right. So I guess if Russia had its own 5G to offer, they wouldn't slow this down, but they want to slow out slow down its rollout because they're not there to compete with America or, or I guess in this case, China yet. Yeah, but neither is America. America's not able yeah. to compete. Russia's not able to compete. Uh, Mark Owen Jones is a researcher at Hamad bin Khalifa University in Qatar, or Qatar, mm -hmm. as uh, our friend Martin Darlington right. tells me it's pronounced, right. specializes yep. in online disinformation networks. He analyzed 22,000 recent interactions on Twitter mentioning 5G and Corona, said he found a large number of accounts displaying what he termed inauthentic activity hallmarks of a state-backed campaign. Like I said, when I went and looked up a lot of them, a lot of them were brand new accounts that had only been around for a while, and they're like right. single-idea accounts. They're spreading conspiracy theories. But, wow. you know, come on, are we really going to trust a guy with three names who works in Qatar? Probably not. Now, a state-funded <laughs> Russian television station, uh, RT, Russia Today, right. uh, it's been spreading 5G conspiracy theories since at least 2018. Uh, mm. At least according to an article I read in the New York Times, it says uh, they aired a segment titled A Dangerous Experiment on Humanity covering 5G's health uh, threats, linking right. 5G signals to brain cancer, infertility, autism, heart tumours and Alzheimer's. This is going way Ooh. back in 2018, 2019. They were running these sorts of stories. They had in 2018, RT America had a new show captioned Wireless Cancer, uh, featuring <laughs> another another great guy, Dr. David O. Carpenter. He was a mm -hmm. member of the Carpenters. Uh, wrote, uh, sure. Why do birds suddenly appear? Yeah. His new version of it is Why do birds suddenly all die when there's a 5G tower in the sky? Nearby. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Just like me, they long they to be. They long to be. 5G proof. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> David Carpenter, he's a 5G critic. He's 82, got his medical degree from Harvard in 1964. He okay. has been warning people uh, for decades that they're going to get cancer from living next to high-voltage power lines. Uh, <laughs> Have they? <clears throat> that's that guy. Right. Mm. right. 
Uh, RT also ran a segment uh, called 5G Tech is Crime Under International Law, featured a guy called Arthur Furstenberg, uh, probably another Jew trying to, you know, deflect people away from blaming the Jews. He once claimed that his neighbour's Wi-Fi hurt his health. He sued for $1.43 million in damages... Hell yeah. Uh, but lost the case after pressing his claim for five years. Mm. Right. So uh, this is all going on. Uh, who stands to benefit? Well, the Russians are using it to just create, you know, chaos and insanity yeah. in the West. Uh, the Americans obviously are paranoid about the, the, the 5G getting rolled out and China getting control of it. So they... On one hand, have a reason to... It's it's complicated. Like, on one hand, there's certain American... Segments of American society that don't want China to get a foothold in this space and want to delay it maybe until America has uh, either a, a, a competitive offering or mm-hmm. till they negotiate some sort of a deal with China around it. Oh. But at the same time, there are obviously segments of America uh, that want to get commercial advantage. So they do want to roll out 5G... With all as with all things, America's not some sort of a uniform block. You've got competing interests right. over there, so I suspect that, like the Fox Nation, Fox Nation Diamond and Silk women that we played, they are representing one segment. They're also, by the way, the, those two women run the I think Black Women for Trump organization or something. Um, mm. the, you know, you have segments of American society that are. Uh, have an interest in it being delayed you have segments of american society that have an interest in it getting rolled out and they're going to be fighting with each other because they have competing interests but there there are uh, interests on all sides in terms of the geopolitical side of it that are going to be supporting the crazies for different reasons just to wrap up i want to just finish with this heuristics thing again Mm -hmm. because this is the point of doing these sorts of shows for my own sake as well as for, you know, people listening at home, because this is, you know, I'm not pushing myself as the guy who's got this sorted out, the expert. This is a challenge for me whenever I tackle these subjects, because as we said at the beginning of the first episode, my tendency is to come into these topics going, well, all these people that believe in these conspiracy theories are crazy, even though a lot of people think of me as a conspiracy theorist. Um, Mm -hmm. You know, because, you know, I'm always challenging the narrative... I was talking to Chrissy about this in bed last night and she was like, well, you don't believe in the government narrative for a lot of things. What makes you any different? And it's a good question, Uh, you know, because I do believe, you know, well, I know for a fact that governments have lied to us continually over the last, you know, 50 years. Corporations lie to us continually. So it is naive to believe that they're not lying to us now. So, yes, we should always right. be sceptical about what we're being told. The difference is then, once you're sceptical, before you come down on the side of any issue, you need to try and be as evidence-based as possible and you need to look for credible sources to base your views on or just don't take a position. You know, I think yeah. it's fine to not take positions on these things. Like, look, I don't know. It's it's absolutely valid with any of these issues, I think, to say, I don't have a position on it. I haven't done the work. I haven't done the research. Right. I don't know. That's fine. Kind of like what I've been saying with the Jesus myth, myth stuff uh, with my film. When, when 
people challenge me on the fact that I've got mythicists in the films. They say, well, what's your, what's your position? And I go, oh, I don't really have one. I don't think there's enough information to know. Uh, yeah. whether or not Jesus existed or is just a myth. I think the evidence is way too flimsy to really take a credible intellectual position on it. I think all we can say is we really don't know and we'll probably never know. There are arguments on both sides and they're equally valid as far as I can tell. If you put a yeah. gun to my head and said you've got to pick one, I'd probably pick the myth one um, right. because so much of it points to that. But honestly, I, 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 I really don't have a position on it and I think that's valid. You can take yeah. that position, but if you are going to take a position uh, on these sorts of things, and you kind of need to, I think, when it's like particularly crazy and particularly uh, has a practical application. I mean, whether or not Jesus is a myth doesn't really have any practical application for me because I'm an atheist, so I'm not going to believe in him anyway, even yeah, if he was real. Matter. doesn't matter. But, right. okay, uh, am I going to be worried about a cell phone tower going up beside my house? Am I going to get a 5G phone? There is some level of practical... At some point, you're either going to buy a 5G phone or you're not. And so if it really right. is genuinely dangerous to your health and the health of your family, you need to think about it. You need to take a position yeah. on it from a practical viewpoint at some point in time. So... Do some research. To do yeah. that, yeah, you need you need to do some research. And again, this comes down to your heuristics. Who do you trust? Why do you trust them? Mm -hmm. um, who are you going to listen to? Because you're not going to be a fucking expert. You know, you, you're not a scientist. So stop pretending that you are. You need to find someone to trust and know why. You don't just trust them because, well, I just do. You need to know why. Right. you. Like I said, Iconerp. Iconerp seemed to me to be the most credible source when it comes to non-ionizing radiation because it's what they fucking do. And they seem to be completely right. transparent about their funding sources. And the guy who runs it as the chair of it is a fucking radiation scientist. So, you know, that's that's about as solid, I think, as you can right. get. You know? um, but right. if somebody is trying to peddle the conspiracy theory on this or anything to you, uh, online or, or in person, this is how I think you respond. First of all, you can't tell them that they're batshit crazy because that doesn't work. Right. It's not fair. It's fun. But it doesn't yes. work. Yes. So yeah. the way to do it, I think, to start is by listening. Get them to tell you everything. Really, explain to me your theory. Tell me tell me why it is and why you believe that. And ask lots of good questions. Well, what's your source? Yeah. This is what it comes down to. Like, I will always ask people, who is your number one trusted source for information? Where can I go to get the trusted source? Quite often, they'll send you 20 videos, YouTube videos. You've got to watch this and you've got to read this. And they go, no, 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 no. Give me one name, one source. Yeah. Who's the number one? I'm not going to go and watch 20 fucking hour long YouTubes. Fuck that shit. <laughs> give me one source I can turn to and give me the, their, their, you know, their concise argument. And tell me why you trust that person. Why are they credible? Right. If, if they can't answer that question, that's a good sign that they don't know what they're doing. Who right. is your source and why is that source credible? Um, you, you, you know, you, you need to figure that out or get, get them to figure mm. it out. And so by, by asking these questions, you know, what I'm trying to do here is when you engage with people like this is you're poking holes in people's arguments don't work. You need to lead them to work it out for themselves. 
says the I, guy doing that's a, the only way says the guy doing a podcast poking holes in people's arguments but still but seriously <laughs> you can't ever change anyone's mind yeah. about something that forms part of their identity it's like religion and conspiracy yes. theories are like a religion it's an item of faith that defines who they see themselves as being i am mm-hmm. the person who likes conspiracy theories because I'm smarter than the average bear and I don't trust governments and I don't trust corporations, right? right. That's, that's basically what I think a conspiracy theorist is. They, it makes them feel smarter than everybody else and it makes them feel part yeah. of a select club of superior yeah. people. They're in the know. But it's a right. bit like the Dunning-Kruger yeah. effect. They they think they're a lot smarter than they actually are. Um, they, yeah. they are actually dumb by thinking that they're smart. Again, you, people might be thinking, what's the difference between you, Riley, and these people? Again, uh, you know, I try very, very hard when I go through this stuff to be aware of my cognitive biases and to allow for them and to try and stay open and support it with evidence. Look at the evidence and and be concerned with getting to the facts, getting to the truth to the best of my ability. Not believing mm-hmm. in a conspiracy theory just because it's a conspiracy theory. So that's the difference. Like, right. uh, you know, I do believe that corporations and governments lie to us, but when you say, well, what about 5G? I'm going to go, well, what are the facts here? And what are the yeah. sources that are saying that it is a conspiracy and the sources that are saying that it's safe, the sources that are saying it's dangerous, what's their credibility? The sources that are saying safe, what's their credibility? And I'm going to go with the sources that have the, the most credi- the highest credibility. Mm-hmm. The ability to step outside of yourself and to judge your own perceptions and the information that you're taking in, that, that's, a, that's a big step that a lot of people don't do. And it's fucking hard. I've been doing this it for is. decades. Do I've been doing this for decades. Right. It's still I do this for a living. I get paid yeah. by you dummies to make these podcasts, um, <laughs> uh, but but it's what I do, and it's and I still find it hard. It's really right. really hard to yeah. overcome your own cognitive biases. I mean, one that I know that I have. I mean, the Jesus myth one is one of those. Like, if you'd asked me ten years ago whether or not I thought Jesus was real or not, I would have said I think he's probably a myth. Um, these days I'm less convinced, you know, because I have, I went out and I made the film. I read tons of mm-hmm. stuff. I interviewed tons of people. My view on that did change in going through the process where I had right. to go, listen, you know, there are problems with the myth argument. There are problems with the historical argument. Really, I can't take a position on it. Um, if I want to be, if I want to be intellectually honest, I can't take a position on it. Um, I just have to, I'm sorry. Let me just respond to that real quick. If, if you, cause you said earlier, you said that same exact thing and you said, we'll probably never know. So if we never know that Jesus, if he really existed or not, and he doesn't make himself known to us, does it matter that he exists? That's like, he's just out there. He does exist. But as far as we know, he doesn't ever let us know that he exists or he doesn't interfere with our lives in a way that we can tell it's him. So does it matter that he exists? Should he still be worshipped? That's the part that drives me crazy about some people who who dedicate and try to live their lives to this person that we don't know exists or not. Well, their argument would be, well, it's going to matter to me when I die because if I believe in him and worship him appropriately according to the rules— I'll go to heaven, and if I don't, I'll go to hell. But we won't know until we're dead, and we may never know. That's that's a 
But that's what that, they that care is, about is, is knowing argument. when they're dead. Right. That's what they care about. Right. But but at the same time, they feel smug because they feel morally superior while they're here on Earth. But anyways, we're getting sidetracked. I apologize. Yeah, okay. And I have other, you know, biases that I'm aware of, like the Kennedy assassination. Like, I, yeah, yeah. I, I don't believe the official story for that. I don't have an alternative story, though. I don't say, well, I believe that the yeah. mafia did it or, or LBJ did but it. You, or you sm- Yeah, you smell bullshit, though. I smell bullshit. The official story doesn't make much sense to me. Um, I, I don't think it no. was, you know, the alone shooter. That story's got a lot of holes. But Thank again, I, with that, I go, uh, I don't have a position on it. I don't oh. believe either. I don't believe any story. I, and again, I think we'll probably never know. That's our next series. We'll, we'll, we'll oh, tackle. <laughs> we should do that. We've talked about it before. We should. It'd yeah. be fun. Yeah. Anyway. Um, I just want to leave you with this. We're an hour and a half. So the questions to ask people and ask yourself, I think this mm-hmm. is, this is you know, we should start with asking ourselves these questions, but then also handy questions to ask people when you get into a discussion about religion or any conspiracy theory is, who right. is your number one trusted source? Why do you trust that person? Why are they credible? The next mm-hmm. is, on a scale of one to 100, where one is not very much and a hundred is completely or zero is not at all. And a hundred is completely how, how sure are you that you are right? Zero Ooh, is not at all. A hundred. Right. How convinced are you that you're right? Zero to a hundred. If they yeah. say a hundred, then obviously it's not worth having a conversation with them. They're, you know, if they believe yeah. that if they believe they're a hundred percent right, then okay. They're obviously yeah, you know they're not they're not a serious intellectual opponent. <laughs> you shouldn't engage with them. They're obviously you know right. go, just okay, walk away. Yeah, walk away. Maintain eye contact. <laughs> walk backwards slowly. <laughs> Don't make any sudden movements. <laughs> if they give you a percentage, well, I'm 99, 98, 90, whatever it is. The next question to ask is, what would it take? What evidence would it take? What would you need to see for you to change your mind on the issue? Oh, okay. If they can't give you something, then yeah. again, they're not credible. They haven't Walk really away. thought about it. Yeah. Uh, or they aren't seriously open-minded. Uh, if they can, then work with them to try and find that. You know, when I used to say, when I used to be in sales, right, um, mm-hmm. the dark years, I like to think of it, Um uh, <laughs> One of the first sales techniques you get used is, is how to overcome objections. And, you know, they would say, uh, well, 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 tell me what it is. Why, why are you not ready to buy today? And they give you their objection. And then you try and answer the objection, right? You try and close it. Um, in more sophisticated uh, forms of selling, you let people sell themselves. So, you know, the one I used to do when I ran Motherload, uh, my own sales technique and what I used to teach clients when I worked with my mate Anthony and we would do sales training for, you know, our our clients, is where Mm -hmm. you work with the potential customer to get them to sell themselves, get them to figure out their own objections and the own answers to their objections. But it's what would it take for you to change your mind is basically the question here. Now, here's what it would take for me, because I have to ask myself this. What would it take for me to believe that 5G was dangerous? I can't answer that question. It would take a neutral, relevant, scientific body 
with mm-hmm. a long track record of credibility in that discipline, in the specific discipline that we're talking about, to declare that there was a serious health risk or a credible whistleblower right. with a background in radiation testing who would come out and say, listen, there is research that's credible um, that they're hiding from you, and here it is, like an Edward Snowden, right? Wow, right. Drop a bomb, yeah. That, that's yeah. what I would need, a, a relevant scientific body or a relevant, credible whistleblower, not to come out and say, uh, you know, I have concerns, but there are, there is evidence, there is scientific data to demonstrate that these things are dangerous. So that's what you would you would need to get me to mm-hmm. take it credibly. What would it take for you, dear listener, to take these claims seriously? Yeah. Don't fucking ask me to do any more of these crazy conspiracy theory shows until my brain heals from this one. I'll let you know when. Unless it's a JFK assassination, that's totally fine. (laughs) Right in the balls. Oh, don't get me started on the Native Americans. Oh my God. It's hot. Geriatric sex. Mentally retarded. Not to mention a vagina.